Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional messmaker, and my name is Teresa. First and foremost, I want to wish and hope that all of you who celebrate had a wonderful Independence Day and Independence Day weekend, aka 4th of July. And I also want to apologize that there was no episode last week. I intended to record an episode and due to uh, technical difficulties was not able to do so. So we're going to do a little throwback this week. To make up for not having an episode last week. So this week, I want to talk to you about science and chemical reactions. And we'll lean a little bit more towards the science and the chemical reactions um, than we will on the fireworks aspect, which is what the original episode for last week was going to be, which would have been perfect because that's what we would have been observing. So you can explore the concept of fireworks with fun, hands-on, science, and sensory activities. Don't worry, you can do this all very safely. And I want to talk a little bit about that, and then we'll get into the other side of it, which is more the science stuff. So you can create fireworks as a small motor activity. You can offer up all kinds of loose parts or all kinds of art pieces and art supplies, like pasta, uncooked pasta that is dyed different colors. You can use rice, you can use glue, you can use glitter, you can use sand. Some people have used salt. You can use paint. There are all kinds of cool things that you can use to create fireworks. You can make sensory activities out of these supplies. And you can make art experiences out of these supplies. You can do paint splatting that makes really cool firework looking marks. You can use shaving cream and drop in dots of dye and then use a straw or a stick to make designs. And then you lay a piece of paper over it and gently pull it back and it makes really cool tie-dye, firework-looking artwork. All kinds of fun stuff that you can do. You can use string and lay pieces of string over top of each other, which can be made into listening skill games and eye-hand coordination practice. And they just look really cool. But, All of that also ties into science and chemical reactions. What makes a firework 
make the loud boom that they make? What makes the different colors show when they explode? What chemicals would you need to create those visual effects? What kinds of chemicals can you use to create visual effects? You can create all kinds of fun activities using things like Mentos. And usually you do it with Mentos and Coke. But I think that would just make like a brown disgusting mess because <laughs> it explodes. But it's still fun. But you could try to create your own chemical reaction like that. What causes that reaction when you mix Mentos and Coke together? Is it the fizz? Is it one of the ingredients in the Mentos? What is it? And perhaps you can experiment with other chemicals to see if you can cause the same reaction. Another thing that you could use would be Pop Rocks. You could sprinkle Pop Rocks either on the cement or on a piece of paper and spray them with a little bit of water to get them to explode and see what happens. You can do experiments to see why Pop Rocks pop. What causes that chemical reaction? So those are the kinds of activities that I want to encourage you to explore this week. Um, I want you to practice exploring science and what makes reactions happen. You can do these kinds of experiments with all kinds of ages and skill levels. And that's a great thing for this kind of learning and exploration because that means you can work with large groups of children of many ages and many skill levels. So, how can you set up experiments that will explore chemical reactions? What are your kids interested in? What are they curious about? What do they always want to know? How did that happen? I want you to take their curiosity and create your own activities. Use their curiosity to set up experiments. So what might they be curious about? 
what what do they like to mix together what are they fascinated by some of the cool things that kids like to see are color changes what makes a substance go from say a gas to a liquid how does that happen why does that happen can we recreate that one of the other fun things that i like to explore with kids is planets how do planets form if you've followed me for a while whether through social media or just here on the podcast you know that i have covered planets multiple times over the recent years and i've come up with a lot of fun activities that explore the different stages of planet development and the different elements that they are made up of and that is a great way to explore chemical reaction and what the results of some chemical reactions can be. So one of the fun, gross, but fun experiments that you can conduct is elephant toothpaste. Have you done this before? I've observed it being done but I have never actually done it myself. So I'll tell you a little bit about what it is, but it's a fun way to explore chemical reactions. So what it is, is you're mixing different chemicals together or not necessarily chemicals, but um, ingredients together that cause eruptions. So if you've ever done uh, volcanoes at home, it's the same kind of thing. It just gets really big and it makes a huge overflow and you can dye it different colors, which makes it really exciting for kids. You can also hold contests to see whose eruptions can go longer or further or make a bigger mess. So you can actually uh, do this activity with common household items. So all you need is a pop bottle, hydrogen peroxide, and dish soap. I would actually suggest you put in something to add color just because it looks cool. It would be a really fun experiment for color mixing as well. And this is a great way to explore why an explosion like that happens uh, 
when you mix these chemicals together? What causes it? Why does hydrogen peroxide and dish soap together erupt in the way that it does? What happens that causes that effect? It's fun for adults and kids alike. So that's one way that you can use household items to explore chemical reactions. So I always like to give you tips and tools to get you started in an exploration of a specific topic or a specific subject or the practice of building a specific skill. And actually, uh, we are studying and exploring body movement control. And doing some of these experiments are a great way to practice body movement control because you have to be in control as you mix these ingredients together so that you don't get hurt or overreact in some kind of a way when these chemicals combined and cause a reaction. So it's a great way to get kids to focus and concentrate on what they're doing as they build skills like pouring and mixing or shaking materials together in different kinds of containers. So you can use all kinds of tools to explore chemical reactions. You're probably going to need um, measuring tools, so spoons or cups or beakers. You're going to need containers to contain the chemicals that won't break down or cause a mess. So those are some of the tools that I would suggest you keep on hand if your kids like to explore chemical reactions. Some of the ingredients you're going to need could be things like shaving cream, peroxide, um, Mentos, Coke. <laughs> um, you're going to need different, you're going to need dish soap if you are going to participate and try out the elephant toothpaste experiment. You can use tissue paper and pipe cleaners and all kinds of materials. You can use uh, cups of different heights filled with different levels of water or other liquids if you're experimenting with sound or light reflection. So these are some of the fun experiments that you can conduct that don't necessarily involve chemicals, but they cause really cool reactions. So as I always like to offer you, I am going to give you some questions that you can use to spark curiosity in kids about what might happen as you set up and conduct your experiments. So the first question I would ask is, why are we mixing these materials together? 
Question two, what do you think is going to happen by mixing these chemicals together? Three, what purpose does this experiment provide or solve or produce? And an extra question could be, what have we learned by conducting this experiment? What did we learn that we didn't know before we conducted the experiment? So I hope you have fun with this concept. I hope that you'll share some of your favorite chemical reaction activities with us as I love learning from you guys. You guys have a lot of creative ideas that you've shared with me over the years. And I've made a lot of notes for things that I want to test out with the kids in my life. And I hope to continue learning from you guys as much as I hope that you guys learn from me, whether you follow me on social media or you tune in weekly to this podcast. So I got, hope that you guys have a ton of fun with exploring chemical reactions, whether you tie in fireworks or not, that is entirely up to you. You can use this topic and this subject all year round by tying different themes into it. And speaking of themes, I want to remind you that if you enjoy any of the activities that I suggest you engage in, in any of these episodes, you can always go to thecreativecampusonline.com and you can purchase any of or all of my invitations themes. I have themes that cover a wide range of topics. Everything from fireworks, to bugs, to construction, to Candyland, which was a theme that I used many years ago where we brought Candyland off the game board and had a lot of fun make-believe play exploration and literacy practice. We created our own stories. We conducted our own science experiments. We had so much fun with that Candyland theme and it touches on so many different topics and it supports you in building so many different skills like learning science, communication, teamwork, critical thinking, there is so much fun that you can have with all of the themes that the Invitations program offers. Under the Sea and Robots are two of my personal favorites, and they're great for not only summertime, but any time of the year, because you can use them over and over again and cover different aspects of each subject. So that's what I have for you today. I want to thank you for joining me this week. 
I hope you found this information useful. And I do want to encourage you again to go to the creativecampusonline.com and check out the different invitations themes. They all offer 30 days worth of activities across several different subject practices. So that's all I have for you. Thank you for joining me this week. I hope you'll join me next week when I will have another fun learning and skill building topic for us to explore through play. I will talk to you again soon.